0: Welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast, where you'll learn how to release the weight and manifest the body and life of your dreams. Every episode, I will be sharing tips, stories, strategies, and guidance that will help you align mind, body, and spirit so you can finally overcome your food and body struggles and fully show up as the high vibe woman you were destined to be. I'm your host, Janice Holt. Now let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the High Vibe Weight Loss Podcast. This is the second part to the series, the three things you need to do to lose weight. If you did not listen to part one, I suggest you go back and listen to it now because in part one, we talked about the first thing that you need to do to lose weight, which is deciding how to eat. And I gave you a very specific structure on how to do this using what I call the one-on-one meal plan. I also mentioned that most people think when it comes to losing weight, all they have to do is decide how they're going to eat. They decide on a specific diet like keto or Weight Watchers and think that's it. They're done. They found the answer to their weight loss struggles. Except we all know that deciding how we're going to eat doesn't always lead to us actually eating that way. In fact, it usually ends up with us not eating that way after just a little while. And that's because we typically rely on our willpower and motivation to follow through and stick to the diet. But willpower and motivation do not last. They are really great tools to get us started on our weight loss journey, but really unreliable when it comes to getting us to the end and actually reaching our goals. I talk a lot about this in episode 12 of the podcast called Why Motivation Runs Out. If you want to understand this more, you can go back and listen to that episode later because for now I want to deep dive into the second thing you need to do to lose weight, which is eating the way you decided. So if the first step is decide how you're going to eat, the second step is eating it. When we have a set of nutritional protocols that we've outlined for ourselves that you've decided ahead of time, assuming you're not severely under eating or missing essential nutrients or starving yourself, the only reason why you don't eat the way you decided is because of what I call false hunger. False hunger is the desire to eat when you don't truly need food or nutrients. This usually shows up in the form of cravings, especially for comfort foods, sugary foods, things that are salty, breaded, and things like that. Sometimes my kids will say to me, mom, I'm hungry. I'm really hungry for cookies. (laughs) And I find that really hilarious because if you were truly hungry You would be hungry for anything. Any food would give you fuel and nourishment and not something specific. True hunger is caused by a low supply of energy or nutrients in your body. When the body physically doesn't have enough fuel to function properly, you get a sensation, of the feeling of hunger. This is when the body is truly hunger for food. When someone has excessive weight, there is usually enough stored fuel available. Its whole reason for being there, for having stored fat, is so that we can use it later when outside food is not abundant. And this is what the body actually needs to eat to lose weight, your stored fat fuel, which is what I call your leftovers, the leftover food you've already eaten and stored waiting to be used up. You want to be eating this as much as healthily possible and not storing additional fuel. If you are on your weight loss journey, then chances are you do not have or experience what I call true hunger, because you have available stored energy in your body that you can use up. You have false hunger, even though it might feel totally and completely real. So just so I'm clear, I'm not saying that you don't have hunger. You most likely do feel hungry. It's just not true hunger. Your brain and your body is giving off the sensation of hunger, but it's not because you actually need food. It's either because your hunger hormones are out of balance or because your brain is conditioned to manage your emotions with food. That's it. There's only two types of false hunger, hormonal, emotional. And the good news is when you fix these then you shut down your false hunger cues. When you balance your hunger hormones and when you learn to process your emotions, your over-desire for food will shut off and you'll stop overeating and weight loss will happen naturally. You will be able to eat the way you decided that you were going to ahead of time without the uncontrollable cravings and urges. The most commonly known false hunger is emotional. You've probably heard the term emotional eating or the saying, don't eat your feelings. Emotional false hunger is when you have the desire to eat to suppress negative emotions or to make a situation better. When you want to eat because you're bored, you're stressed, you're feeling underappreciated, you're feeling lonely, or when you're avoiding doing something that you don't want to do, Maybe you're at a party and you don't want to talk to other people. Or maybe you just really want to make the experience more enjoyable and you want to, quote, enjoy yourself. Honestly, there's a million reasons why we might emotionally overeat. I personally never thought that I was an emotional overeater. I was so unaware of my eating habits. And when I was eating for emotional pleasure, it actually felt like I was genuinely hungry. It was so normal for me to eat when watching TV when I was bored during a business meeting that I didn't even question it. I just thought I'm hungry so I'm going to eat something when really I was just fulfilling an emotional need by answering it with food. Once I learned to create the one-on-one meal plan, it was that time that I really started noticing the patterns that I had around eating, and that they were clearly not about needing fuel, but fulfilling an emotional desire. Either I was trying to make something better, I wanted to move towards pleasure, or I wanted to move out of pain. So because this was me and I didn't actually recognize that I was an emotional overeater, a few years ago when I started doing this work, I created a quiz to help other people identify if they are an emotional overeater because I figured maybe I'm not the only one who is so in the dark and can't see this blind spot. And I want to share a few questions from this quiz with you right now. So answer a few of these questions for yourself. Number one, when you wake up in the morning, is one of your first thoughts about having to eat or getting to eat something yummy throughout the day? Do you look forward to eating delicious things? Number two, do you use food for comfort when you're upset, sad, or stressed? Three, do you have a physical reaction in your body when you get the desire to eat something quote unhealthy? but you try to stop yourself from eating it. So do you feel hot or sweaty or clammy or does your heart race or do you get like a head rush when you don't eat, try not to eat the unhealthy food, not give in to the craving? Number four, are you unable to control yourself from eating unhealthy foods even though you don't even really want to eat them? Five, is nighttime snacking an issue for you even after you've had enough dinner? Six, do you feel like you have to eat everything off your plate even if you're full? Okay, these are just a few questions to help you notice if you are an emotional overeater. Maybe you already knew that you were or maybe you were like me and you didn't notice it before. I'm not saying you can't ever enjoy yummy foods or you can't ever get pleasure from eating. I still enjoy what I eat all the time. But if you're using food for pleasure or to cover up your feelings, this is emotional eating. And it's a huge reason why we overeat, we hold on to extra fat, and we can't follow through with our nutritional protocol. And I want you to know that it is possible to stop emotional overeating. Inside my high vibe weight loss method, my clients learn how to get in front of emotional triggers that cause them to eat emotionally. And we create a plan to manage these triggers in a productive way so that they're not reacting to their environment or to their feelings, but instead acting on purpose so they can get to where they want to go. So if you can imagine going on a road trip and knowing ahead of time, where the roadblocks were. By seeing them ahead of time, you can either avoid them completely or you can manage them when you get there by, by changing your arrival time so you're not rushing, so you stay relaxed. Maybe you plan your bathroom breaks then or you stretch your legs or instead of getting road rage and frantically looking for a detour and showing up late, blaming construction, you can just go through the situation with awareness and know and plan ahead of time to do what's gonna happen knowing that the roadblocks were there. My students really get aware of the causes of their emotional hunger and plan what they're gonna do about it uh, in a way that doesn't really involve food. So they see their roadblocks ahead of time so they can deal with them and manage them when they turn up. And they also learn how to process their emotions so their feelings don't have the power to cause them to act out. So they stop trying to mask the negative emotions or soothe themselves, but rather deal with them so that they can be released and freed. Remember, emotions are energy in motion, and so they cause us to react. They need to be released from the body. It's really important this skill of having emotional intelligence, emotional management, emotional control, not just when it comes to your weight loss goal, but any goal. This is such a powerful skill that my clients learn inside High Vibe Weight Loss that they take with them for the rest of their lives. It affects their relationships, their career, Everything that you do, when you do it from a place of conscious awareness and controlling and managing your emotions is so much more powerful, effective, and conscious of the outcome they want to create for themselves. Okay. The other type of false hunger that most people don't even know about is hormonal, hormonal false hunger. This one is really, really tricky because it feels so real and it's happening inside your body chemically. There is no obvious reason for you to see and feel and notice during the moment unless you understand your hunger hormones and how they work. So hormonal false hunger, it's like being hungry even after you've just eaten more than enough. Like you've had that big bowl of pasta and then you crave and you have to have the garlic bread. It's feeling hungry even after like up to four hours after you've had a decent sized meal. Like if you've had a lot of slices of pizza or you've gone out for Chinese food and a few hours later, you feel starving. It also shows up like having one cookie and then needing more and more cookies. Not because they just taste so delicious, but because you actually feel like you can't stop yourself. Okay. So this does not feel like eating for pleasure. It feels like being genuinely hungry, but usually for sweets, simple carb things like chips and ice cream and pasta or breads. When your hunger hormones are out of balance, you legitimately feel hungry, but you're not hungry for a steak or a carrot stick, right? You're hungry for the simple carbs that give your body a rush of sugar, a rush of energy. And the reason why this happens is because of the standard North American diet, which is SADS for short, and The reason is because it is so high in simple sugars, it has our bodies fueled on sugar and needing to have sugar all the time. And yes, I'm including all of the simple carbohydrates in sugar because they get processed in the body the exact same way. So we're talking about the sweets but also the chips, which is a blind spot that I had. I didn't even realize like that was really spiking my blood sugar. Um, anything like pastas and breads. Really, if it's made with flour and sugar, then this is what I'm talking about. And the reason why is because we have three hunger hormones in our body. The first one is the fat storage hormone insulin, which I talk a lot about because it's the reason why you've stored fat in the first place. So what happens is when you have a diet like the standard North American diet and you consume a lot of simple carbohydrates like sugar and flour, it gets into our bloodstream and when we have a lot of blood glucose, or let's call it blood sugar for the sake of you envisioning a lot of sugar in your bloodstream, what that does is it triggers the pancreas to secrete insulin, the fat storage hormone, and it goes into your blood um, stream. And just like Pac-Man, it starts to eat up the sugars in your blood. And it takes those sugars And it transports them into your liver and into your muscles. But if those places are full up, they have enough stored sugar and energy to be functioning properly, then the leftovers get stored in your fat cells. And this is why we store fat. Typically, when we have a lot of stored fat, the hunger hormone leptin, sends a signal to your brain that you have tons of stored energy. And so you don't need to be eating. And this is why you likely aren't having true hunger right now because you have stored fat in your, um, in your fat cells. And so what should be happening is it should be telling your brain, Hey, I'm hungry or I'm not hungry because I have enough stored fat. But the problem is when insulin is super high, that leptin single signal doesn't reach your brain properly. So your brain still thinks that you're hungry. So it has what feels like true hunger, but it's not true hunger because you don't need food. You have enough stored energy right now. Okay. So when your body is using sugar as fuel, when you're eating the standard North American diet and you're having a lot of flour and sugar in your diet, then you get on this cycle where you're eating simple sugars, you're absorbing them into your bloodstream very quickly, you're spiking your blood sugar, causing insulin to go up and eat all those sugars and then store them in your fat cells as fat and causing leptin resistance that's blocking the signal to your brain that's supposed to say, I'm full. Your brain is getting the signal from the ghrelin hormone when your stomach is empty to say, no, actually I'm starving, I'm starving, I'm starving. So you feel hungry all of the time. And so that is false hormonal hunger. And inside High Vibe Weight Loss, we teach you how to eat properly so that you are balancing your hormones and you're not having the false hunger caused by your hormones. Okay, guys, I know this is a lot of information. Typically, I don't teach a lot of technical stuff in the um, podcast so that everything is very simple and clear for you. But it's really, really important for you to understand when you are unable to stick to your meal plan, unable to stick to what you decided you were going to eat ahead of time a lot of us feel super guilty. We feel like it's our fault. We feel like we're weak. We feel like we're broken. We feel like there is something wrong with us. And really it's just what's going on in your body and your brain that requires some simple tweaks that we can fix. And we do this inside high vibe weight loss, or I do this with my clients with the high vibe weight loss method but really you can see exactly why this happens and how possible it is for you to fix. And when you fix it, it becomes really, really easy for you to just follow through and do what you say you were going to do. Eat the way you planned on eating so that you are not overeating, so that you can eat mindfully, you can eat consciously, and your body and your brain are working in balance to naturally release the excess weight instead of continuing to store it. I hope this was clear for you. I hope this was very helpful. Thank you very much for joining me on part two of this podcast series, and I will see you again in part three. Sending you all the high vibes. Take care. If you love what you're learning on the podcast, you have to check out my free course at highvibeweightloss.com. In this training, I share with you the three key steps you can do right away that will help you get started releasing the weight and elevating your life. Join the free course, get the complimentary guidebook, and get started at highvibeweightloss.com.